0: Namaskaram everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a super awesome and super beautiful guest with us. <laughs> Namaskaram Spurthyaka. <laughs> Namaskaram, <laughs> Namaskaram Anna. Yes, so. We have your
1: first call with you.
0: Yes, Akka, yes. Thank you so much. We have connected on Instagram. But me and the listeners don't know a lot about you. Like uh, for the listeners, whenever one of you ask me about a Devi question or a Devi query, it is Spurthyaka that I refer you to. So we'll soon get to know the reason why that is. So please, <laughs> before we go into that, a little bit about yourself. A lot about yourself, please. A lot about
1: myself. Yes. Oh, that is like a long story. Yes, long story. But uh, I mean, because it's we are uh, looking at your channel and everything, I can say, you know, it's like an irony that... Uh, I was actually brought. I was born in Pune. I was brought up in Coimbatore. Oh, is it
0: okay?
1: okay. Yes, I did my schooling in Coimbatore, and uh, after that, uh, and after that, I went to Pune, like which is my native place. So Coimbatore, you know, it's a very simple city, and uh, now it is famous for Isha. Yes, yes. But uh, when I was here, okay. I uh, had been to Dhyalinga, I had been to Devi Temple. But At I what had,
0: age? At what age?
1: I... I think college. uh,
0: College.
1: School time, I think. School or college. I don't remember exactly. It is very faint. But I remember going with my grandfather back then, when Dhanlinga was not... uh, Like the whole pathway was not constructed, right? Uh, In front of the tamden tree, we could go. Okay. I mean, for all these years, I was here right in Coimbatore. So I've been to Isha also, but I didn't know who Sadhguru was. Okay. Back then, there was not much of uh, like any social media or online stuff or anything. Sadhguru himself was not in the forefront, I guess. Okay. So I've been there at that time. And just imagine all those years when I was here in Coimbatore, I didn't know anything about Isha. Or okay. So I, um, then I went to Pune. I did, uh, I wanted to do fashion designing. Ah, yes, yes. It's all about, uh, since my young age, it was about, uh, the focus was more on aesthetics and, you know, how, uh, seeing the art and, you know, how to make, I used to make clothes for Barbie. And you know, those uh, trace clothes from Archie and jacket. The from- doll
0: behind. Why haven't you <laughs> given him some clothes? It's,
1: it's like, <laughs> It's raw now. We are going to raw, expose yourself to the sign. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so the journey began like that. Like, okay, but uh, I would have continued studying in Coimbatore, but my brother, you know, he said he, he had already gone to Pune. He suggested, Why don't you shift to Pune? It's a bigger city, you'll get much more exposure. So, I wanted to do fashion design, but then the usual route they say, Okay, you know, you get a degree, mm. and I uh, you won't believe I got like almost ninety percent in twelve, like PCM, and I was crying, you know, because in South everybody in my school would get like ninety eight percent or something like that. So, um, so because I couldn't get admission into NIFT, I missed the board, uh, the entrance exam, and I studied uh, B.Sc. Nobody will know that I studied BSc in physics. Physics, okay. uh, Yeah, (laughs) with audiovisual communication and photography. Uh, So uh, in Ferguson College in Pune. So that was like the first time I'm out of this coimbatore city. Oh my God, I can bunk class. And uh, it was fun. And then I got into doing my uh, PG uh, in fashion design and clothing technology in Pune itself, in uh, NIFT affiliated college. Then I, um, you know, uh, kind of like after, so five years in Pune. Pune was, it was a nice place back then. Lot of, uh, there was not much of traffic and a very uh, nice city. For me it was like stepping out of Coimbatore, oh God. (laughs) Uh, So then after that, you won't believe my first internship in fashion uh was with a italian designer oh, in India, okay and she was the osho sanyasi oh, okay. like back then it didn't make any difference to me i just felt okay it was very cool it was nice so what does was, the osho
0: sanyasi mean like sanyasi mean just I mean, like
1: i don't know really okay. but i know that it doesn't mean that we have to be a like a self, I mean you have to give up on things and okay. you cannot marry. They have a different system. I don't know the details about it. Okay. But they were connected with Osho. She used to like go and they used to have these retreats and everything. So it didn't, make, like if you see, if now if I look back, I can see how it all came together, you know. So I worked with them for a while. Then, you know, it, in Pune, it's very difficult to get like a design job. Then you struggle as a, I worked as a, uh, even a store manager for an artifact studio, oh. then uh, because in design I couldn't get much uh, scope in Tunia and I, for some personal reasons I couldn't move to Mumbai. Then I worked, uh, I had to like change my uh, track to, you know, fashion merchandising. So I worked with uh, export garment company where they uh, work with European brands and everything. But then somehow it was very stagnant. And then you know, just like that's when like somewhere, you know, you you come to that point where your life is a little bit stagnant and you want to like manifest, do something. Then I came across the book Secret, you know, Secret, and somehow I was always fascinated with visualization. And then I said, I'm like positive thinking. That time you think of positive (laughs) things, but the visualization part. So uh, and there was another book by uh, Shakti Gwen. Mm-hmm. So that's also about creative visualization. Okay, he so had these nice things, even nice to be like dreamy, dreamy. And I was like, this is very. I always wanted to maybe you know study abroad, uh, in uh, England or okay. Paris or ah. that's like the fashion. Uh, yes, me too. The capital <laughs> thing. So <laughs> luckily, I mean whatever. Um, you know, It became stagnant and, you know, even there, luckily I got a, a opportunity and, you know, I got support and I could go and do my uh, master's in fashion, marketing and communication in Nottingham. Oh, you went? Yes. Oh. I did. <laughs> okay. Okay. I remember the first time I sat in that flight, I was like, because of whatever personal things were also going on, I said, like, I'm free, you know, oh, okay. from this moment, I'm going to live in the moment, you okay. know, like totally live it because... When you come from a traditional background, if you're with you know your family's overprotective about you, especially you're a girl, mm-hmm. okay, well let's look li- little decent and all that. But they're very protective, you know, and it kind of curtails the expression within us. So for me, it was the first time I could be completely independent on my own and there was no family to call on like zoom or like Skype calls. They used to call me at 10 o'clock and check, or oh, where are you? <laughs> so so that's where like, I, uh, it was quite a opening for me in England and the course itself and looking at different culture, the aesthetics, the buildings in Nottingham, it was very nice and learning about fashion, fashion marketing, uh, you know, it, it was really opening and that's when I um, met a uh, lady, uh, her name is Alison Knox. So she was my mentor in an entrepreneurship program. Uh, which was uh, helping me through my course and you know dissertation and masters, and also she was she was one of the brightest uh, women I've seen. Then she we started talking, and then she said that she's into angels. You know oh, She's into okay. painting angels, okay. and um, you know now you at that time it didn't make so much of a difference or it i just knew i was so attracted towards that lady and i wanted to talk to her mm-hmm. and uh, it, she was like a motherly figure you know now if i say it, she was like a devi mm-hmm. that way very charming i'll share her picture with you so uh, she, she kind of gave me like helped me in my what was going through personally and uh, what can be shaped uh, in my future and then she said, one day, okay, there's a talk by this person uh, from uh, India. Would you like to attend? It was about yoga and everything. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like anything about yoga. I was open about it. I was not closed because I was seeking something. And guess who it was?
0: Who it was? I'm not guessing who it was.
1: Oh, oh my God, no. Imagine, no. <laughs> imagine Sadhguru coming to my university, Nottingham Drake University, and I attend the course. I mean the the Satsang or whatever it was. Mm. I don't remember anything. And um, but that time all if you ask me, I'm completely blank about it. Now, I don't remember anything. But I just remember his laughter. Ha 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 and he used to saying, Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't
0: it isn't it so? <laughs> isn't <Yeah>. it so? <laughs>
1: I just remember I was like at the back, you know, the father most thing, and like people were just, I mean, it was a, I think intimate group of maybe like 30 people. So you could up close see Sadhguru. but somehow I don't have any, like, I don't have any mem like a vision or something. It feels blank. And uh, I saw somebody, you know, touching his feet and everything. And not that I didn't have any reverence. I was like, okay, you know, I didn't want to or okay. like that. And uh, that time I thought, okay, I'll do Inner Engineering. Uh, let's try in London, everything. And, but in within, within one or two days, it just got, uh, like, uh, I it just went into backseat. And I forgot about it. I was going through, the, if I look back from that point, you know, that point, many things started entangling, you know, personally, I wanted to be in uh, UK, you know, many things started and traveling that, you know, what steps I need to take. And uh, yes, I studied, I completed my master's in fashion marketing. I uh, then, you know, worked. my specialization was an online space, you know, back then in uh, 2010, uh, 2010, e-commerce was just coming into, there were not many websites in India also. So that was like a very exciting space. I, w- I had a fashion blog that time, oh. you, online, online fashionista. So where I used to write about fashion and online and how it's important for brands to be online. I, I would say I was doing pretty well over there. Then I uh, work, uh, worked in London. So I did like a day job. Like uh, I used to intern at a place of... Uh, where they do research on online technology and evening or nights, I used to go work in a store, you know, it is a retail merchandising store. So that was right in the uh, Piccadilly Circus, which is the heart of like London. So uh, I worked in the tills and it was so exciting, you know, meeting a lot of like people from, uh, because you're in the tourist place and that to London and that's okay. like a central place. You're meeting like over 150 people in a day, oh. like if you're working at the tills, you
0: know. What is a tills? Like, I didn't understand that. Like the
1: counter where. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Payment right. counter. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Money, car so, so much money. <laughs> I
1: don't know about money and all that. You know. There, it was so organized. I mean, you have to be so fast here. It might be slow, but they'll count like how many people you uh, check in, how many people uh, like every, uh, you when you talk to those people at the counter, you need to have a conversation also while Mm. doing the tills. You know, ask them about, oh, you're printing a football t-shirt. Okay, where are you coming from? Would you like to have this extra one pound bag? And there's so many exciting things. And for the first time, I did a night shift also, you mm-hmm. know, working. And it was not a, um, I would say it was not a, like, just a computer job, but it was physically. I had to, like, lift things and uh, put it on the racks, and it's heavy. Right. But the scene, the scene mm-hmm. in that Piccadilly surface on that, that the night where you're working, and a lot of other people are also there, it's very memorable. Like, it, all that was... so. The overall England, it kind of helped me be in the moment, and gave me the space to kind of, you know, just be myself and not much of like nudging, oh, what time are you coming back home? Or, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And um, so that was like the fashion part. When then later on, I uh, I had to like personally, I was, you know, in relationships or whatever. No one could do much in detail, going through certain uh, laws. And uh, that kind of like, you know, when you start being on your own, like you get, get that space to be with yourself. I think I started questioning, what is it I really need? I was very, uh, I used to be very scared as a person to speak up, you know, like to talk to uh, my own parents about my difficulties or um, like if there's anybody like who is very overwhelming, you know. I would not be able to express, you know, because if you see generally I'm a soft-spoken person, unless I get, uh, (laughs) but um, all that started making me question, and then uh, there was some inner strength which really pushed me towards, okay, now I have to take a certain step in my decision, I have to go back to India, okay, let's go, but let me keep focus on my work. Then I worked in Bangalore with an e-commerce startup for a year. Then I was in uh, Mumbai uh, for three years, again into the fashion uh, e-commerce sector. It was a nice website also, like in UK, it was like ASOS. Like here you can see like Mintra and all was not there back then and it was very exciting for me to work in startups because you know you get to learn a lot right from photography to social media to uh, you know doing the merchandising and like many people think fashion is just about designing Mm. but it's about there's a lot of uh, work in it right from you know there is a role called fashion trend Mm. uh, analyst.
0: Okay, what is that?
1: You know, they uh, there are these group of companies and people in Paris or these um, where they would analyze trends of, of what has happened all over this year, you know, in these years, and they would forecast. Okay, next year this blue color or this red color will be in trend, oh. and all those aspects. I'm just giving a little bit of that because fashion itself, people think it's only about designing clothes, but there's from fashion buying, fashion merchandising, then retail, then trend forecasting, stylists, then costume, and so many things. So working with startups, it gave me a really good opportunity to, you know, work in all the 360 area of, uh, you know, fashion. Uh, But like the last full-time job, I would say, was with this e-commerce website, I would work fourteen hours. You know, fourteen hours. That in Bombay. Imagine, uh, Bombay. I'm like a single person who's like living in Andheri, you know, paying her rent, and you know, working as working so much. It takes a toll on your physical body and even mentally as well because you're in that vulnerable uh, state and you don't have your family around. And the families around, they're like being very overprotective. So, um, yeah, all those things were there, And uh, there was a point where I came, I said, okay, now I'm just like, uh, I want to take a break. You know, I want to do like, uh, eat, play, love, the movie or the uh, book. Uh, I was like, I'm... I saw the movie, not the book, but uh, something like that. I said, finally, like, now I have my own space. I'm not, like, into any relationship or anything like that. I wanted to discover myself, you know, like, what am I good at? Primarily, it came from the space of just being with myself, but also seeing that what should I do in my own career? Because, uh, like, if you see the fashion industry, it's very, um, the, the it's very, on the outer side, it's very, it's very, uh, it's materialistic right it it began it it must have began with aesthetics but it all turned into very something very illusionary very back biting and you you, if you want to be a fashion designer then sorry but you have to attend these page three parties and talk to people you know uh, uh, you know convince them that oh something may look good on them or not but somewhere, I felt a very disconnect in that also and putting in 14 hours into something and taking a toll on myself I said it's okay I, I have some savings and let me travel and where, like, my parents did not give me the permission to travel, like how people go backpacking. Yeah. I had to like convince them. I right. said, "Okay, I want to go to Jaipur." Okay. Right. So I went to Jaipur, just exploring art and textiles right. and everything. And I was confused at that point because I started off as a designer. Then I went into merchandising. Then I went to online fashion marketing. So I had the whole 360 degree experience, but what is it that I really wanted to do? You know, I started questioning myself, like, what what am I good at? What am I bad at? And all that stuff. So that's when, again, my, uh, my mentor from Nottingham, So Alison Knox was into these angel paintings. So she sent me a book, you know, which uh, the book was not that exciting, but it kind of uh, helped me ask more questions. Not like how people say, oh, spiritual path. They think so many questions. (laughs) Basic, like I just wanted to make my life uh, easier and joyful. So um, then I, uh, somebody like I went for, uh, when I was back in Bangalore, I remember I went for an interview with uh, this home shop 18 and the e-commerce head. So they wanted somebody for their fashion, uh, you know, vertical to head that. And I, when, she, when when that lady and I met, uh, somehow we started got talking because she was into Buddhism. I don't know where the topic it started. And um, I asked her, what is good karma? What is bad karma? Mm-hmm okay that was like because somewhere i was carrying the guilt that if i have to be uh, like good karma bad karma like if i do something nasty to somebody or like which is not good or hurt somebody that's bad karma you know somewhere it was there because that's how we're conditioned at. and because as i said like if i had to take some stone decision in my personal life or my like you know whatever work or everything that time, you might need to hurt that person, yeah, you know, right. oh, it will be a painful process for anybody who's involved in that, so that she kind of helped me, you know, uh, she, she said, why don't you do uh, this Buddhism chanting and everything like that, but it, it didn't like uh, reverberate with me, but her talking to me helped a lot. You know like she she helped me to build that confidence to actually speak to my parents. That okay, listen, this, this is my problem. I'm going to solve it that way. Because I was scared. I was scared of expressing. What will my parents think? Or what will somebody, uh, you know, whoever else will think? And um, whether it's right or wrong, or you don't know all of that. But it helped me. And that's when again. Uh, I'll come back to Bombay uh, when I was uh, rethinking about what I should do with my fashion career. So she she told me, why uh, why don't you speak to uh, this Anna, like her friend. He has been with Osho and I think he's with Isha. I said, Isha? Okay, what is this? <laughs> like, okay. And um, so uh, uh, Punitana. Punitana is like a uh, satyapal designer. No? Yes. Uh, uh, designer, uh, uh, son, okay. So I asked him because I was quite curious like okay where should I go spend time I wanted to go spend time in some yoga place learn all that because you're now chill like you yes. want to do the eat play love thing okay. and then I spoke to him and uh, he he I was like, I had so many questions, like, uh, should I do merchandising because you're from fashion, doing this, doing that, and not And, uh, yeah, he just said one thing. Why don't you do Inner Engineering? Okay. What's it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So Inner Engineering happened.
0: So that's how you went for Inner Engineering. You registered. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then, too, see, 2010, I saw Sadhguru first. Okay. And back then I was like, no, maybe just it went into the backseat. And 2012, when I actually uh, maybe wanted to, I, I said, okay, in engineering. And then it all connected. My dad also used to keep telling me, you know, there's this corporate programs keep happening in this place in Coimbatore. Why don't you go there? You can go there as well. So I, I But before that, my dad was all, already a donor for Isha Vidya. Oh, okay. They, they knew all of that. okay. But okay. All this never connected back okay, then. Okay. Who knew from that day to now? Yeah, yeah. So, Inner Engineering happened then.
0: So, what What was the genuine experience? Did you really like it or was it just okay, okay? Like, uh, the real thing, Akka, don't say it was awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> inner so, in Engineering, course, it came from me that I wanted to learn the uh, program. There was nobody else in my family or anybody else to push me. I did it like if, if I'm like a, if I go to school, I'll do okay. A B C you D. Know. I'll do A okay, B C D. Okay. So I attended the whole program. I remember well, right, but there was so much of disturbance as well. I remember like I was driving my car, the Santro I had a Santro and it went over a divider also.
0: Oh okay. Like first.
1: <laughs> I thinking, like, <laughs> like that. So I attended it. Like the talks, Sadhguru talks, or you know, all those things were like, okay, I didn't like uh, kind of connect to it. But uh, Shambhavi, like I kind of, I was looking at, like, okay, it, that practice because it's yoga and everything, that kind of really sunk into me. And just that, only one thing I could remember, Sadhguru said, okay, do it for 14 days, do it for 60, uh, uh, 6 months. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe before that, I, like I've tried like going to, uh, you know, these uh, small, small yoga classes or, you know, is it some people, Zumba, you know, when you want to, when you're in Bombay or you when you're, uh, you know, on your own, you want to try different classes and everything. And even I've read books about Osho and not many, but little bit. So all that had happened. But... Ne- even gym or you say even you. See, uh, the first thing what I did was what uh, kickboxing and all oh. that stuff. All, all that I tried, yeah. <laughs> so, but never something stuck to me like how inner engineering or shamb. I mean, not even inner engineering, I would say shambhavi Mahamudra. You know, that was something I never, like the first thing in my life, I could do it consistently for six months, no matter what. I, that, that just stuck to me and I just followed that. Then once it started, my God, it's like, every day was something different. Like, uh, I, I, I just stuck to it. I don't know why, but I just stuck to it. I can, I can say earlier also, if somebody wants to know, like, if I've done any other program, I've done some, um, what do you call this, landmark course? They have some three-day course, transformational thing, so, and everything. Uh, I used to find that that was so pushing, you know, like okay. it, it, they push you like, okay, go, to, say sorry to somebody, do this, right. Okay, everything okay. was so confusing. My friends would say, "You must have like, achha like movie di dekli you know? <laughs> like uh, the uh, that time, zindagi na d- mila dobara. <laughs> okay.
0: You know? Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So that movie was kind of similar to my situations too. So that kind of helped me. Then Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Right. <laughs> yes, Kung Fu Panda. No, 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 yeah. be, be yourself. you know, like, let go and all that stuff. So these small things actually connected. And, um, and even uh, my father shared some speech about, uh, like, I think it was Steve Jobs' speech on the graduation day where uh, he was talking about death and, you know, you don't uh, live your whole life in dogma and all that stuff. So, so. I've done my bit of part or a little bit of exploring before I did in engineering. But as I said, nothing stuck to me like Shambhavi Mahamudra. Like I would, I was still working. I, I quit my full-time job and I took up uh, teaching fashion, fashion marketing. And uh, that was interesting because that would be just like a few hours of uh, teaching and then you can do your yoga and and volunteering for uh, in engineering and all that stuff so that was really nice so it nothing like i can say like for the largest like maybe three four years i didn't miss uh, Shambhavi for a single day okay. until i learned the other practices oh, okay. <laughs> but that, still today i feel it, it was one of the best uh, yogic practice it got initiated into and it just started yes. Many,
0: many Many, Now, the main topic, the Devi <laughs> topic. Let's please finally tell us more about Devi and how you came in touch with her.
1: <laughs> so, so I was practicing in you know, engineering Shambhavi and then uh, I was staying in Andheri. So, I met all the volunteers. You know, all the volunteers, uh, they've done some of uh, them twice. twice. <laughs> I was surrounded by all such people. So my goal was like, just go for Samyamna, of course. And it was also to like kind of uh, like a spiritual detox. Okay. (laughs) So that way. And uh, one of the meditators had given me Abhay Sutra. And that's like Abhay Sutra of Devi. And I asked, "What is this?" It's like Raksha and everything. And because they gave it gave it to me with such reverence, I kind of kept it on my hand, and you know, I start I started reading about what Devi is, and I saw Devi uh, Linga uh, consecration video. And uh, when I saw that, you know, you know the body is moving and like tears and tears and everything. And in that video, you know, Sadhguru mentions one line. I I want to consecrate the whole planet, you know, in any form, you know, you want to make Devi happen in hoodie, you want to uh, consecrate in your home, you want to consecrate anywhere. That is what I wish to do, you know. It it, it felt like Sadhguru's, like, main thing was consecration, okay. you know, and he's do, he has to do so much of talking and <laughs> yoga and everything because what Devi was, and I felt this is it, it caught on to me, you know. It was like, Sadhguru's mission is to consecrate the whole planet. It should be mine too. know, yeah, like that. So, the Devi videos I started watching, and then uh, there was an opportunity to visit Asia during Navratri. So, during Navratri, uh, there was uh, hands of grace which was the first uh, like art exhibition uh, in Asia where they would have a lot of artisans from different parts of uh, India and everything. So that had like my fashion connection, right? And th- because I was, and by the time, my, my parents were living in Coimbatore back then. So I had to like, uh, c- like, if you if you ask my parents, before Asia happened, if they ask me, do you want to come to Coimbatore? During <laughs> Diwali, also I never used <laughs> to no, it's so boring. What is there to do? There's no cafe, there's no place to go hang on. and everything. So I would avoid even Diwali. I, I remember avoiding Diwali also once. But the moment like Shunya happened, BSP happened, Samima happened, and all that, I they were like, what is happening, you know? So they knew, okay, you're coming to Coimbatore, that means you're going to Isha. Yeah, Isha. <laughs> so I, but like going and staying uh, nine days in Asham. For the first time, they were like overwhelmed because what was I doing? Because I was like fully into like practices morning, evening, and uh, talking about Isha and everything. Because they were scared like if I, I was single also, right? <laughs> like what would I do? <laughs> so uh, sorry, I'm just going to take a little time.
0: Yes, take the call again. Like, no problem.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Call. Uh, just 30. so. Uh, I convinced my mom also to come for the Navratri. I said, Mom, it's going to be exciting. And it's a coimbatore. It's just like a 14 minutes drive from my place. So I said, Don't worry, I have a room and everything. So I wanted see, because initially parents are very like, what is happening? But if you involve them, you know, subtly I involve them in every activity. Come to Ashram, Mm -hmm. do this program, see this and everything. So I got an opportunity to volunteer for Hands of Grace, like uh, the artisans exhibition, which was something very, uh, you know, resonating with, within me also. Because uh, And then I attended uh, the Devi, you know, like pujas, like I remember one evening, you know, when they brought Devi out, you know. For the Lingabhairavi Purnami procession. So every Purnami, the full moon night, Lingabhairavi's uh, Utsav Murti. You know? Utsa Murti is brought uh, from uh, De- Devi to in front of Dhyanalinga. Okay. So that's like a whole procession. And I was sitting in front of Nandi and I just saw like Devi coming and everything was just red and uh, full of that you know aesthetically it's so perfect it's not even perfect right to go for perfect it was so overwhelming it was so beautiful like if you're somebody who loves all these colors and design and aspect and i've never seen something so grand and Devi was coming in like uh, the Utsav moti form something just reverberated or resonated you know like I would say there was this deep longing of uh, the feminine expression. I the words I'm able to put it now because I can you know I've been uh, with Devi for a long time, but I know something happened that time. I was like, it's so beautiful. It's all red, and people are doing dance uh, like the procession, the fire. And you know when, like like a f- big force is coming, mm-hmm. and like something reverberates. You you know what what's that? Something really shifted that time. But I wouldn't say it was like a wow, like a grand shift or anything. But what happens internally, we don't know. Right? It's something very different from what the mind uh, thinks. So. It was so beautiful to be there during Navratri. Then I attended the, uh, the Navratri Puja every uh, evening during Navratri. The like first three days uh, uh, during Navratri, Devi is in uh, red, uh, kumkum, okay. where she represents the Kali, the, uh, the Tamas aspect. And the uh, next three days, Devi is in uh, Haridram. Turmeric, you know? So where she's the Lakshmi and it's uh, the Rajas aspect, and the last three days she's in, uh, you know, Chandra, Saraswati, you know, for Sattva, like for more of about spiritual, you know, that aspect. So looking at it, it was so beautiful, and if you, if anybody's come to Isha, you know, it's everything is aesthetically very uh, beautifully done, and uh, that time. So the connect with Devi really happened much in a like hi hello all that happened. And uh, I felt like I need to take her back home. Oh so, okay. yeah. So that's when I said how, you know. Mm-hmm. There was they were having Goody. So Goody is a small form of Devi which one can take home. And uh, I said it's like it was what it, it was at a like if you're you're on a break and then you want to put in so much money of course it's there but then you know when you just want her the money doesn't matter she will make a way that's how I've seen and I just took the goodie I uh, took good goodie back home uh, I was in Bombay right I was teaching so I was staying alone over there and I'm telling you just with goody at home things changed completely you know I had a room for Devi and when I took Goody home somebody told me keep her like how you want to keep yourself Mm -hmm. so I would I kept Devi first day I got her some flowers and I got some red velvet cupcakes (laughs) and then I got some like I invited friends it was like a party and everything because though I had done kriyas and everything this aspect of Devi you know it's very vibrant and very uh like aesthetically also beautiful i said okay you know uh, i took her back home and staying having goodie at home it helped a lot you know i would say just wearing the pendant the rudraksh it kind of i saw that there were a lot of people in my life like uh, whom maybe they were suddenly like disappearing okay. you know? like it felt like as if like i could sense it like if I, there was There was a point somebody, I knew somebody who was trying to call and come to my place. How many other times, maybe three, four times they tried, but something they would, they would cancel it or I would not be there. So it so felt like as if uh, they wouldn't allow or that energy didn't allow anything like which is negative to come around you. And as a woman, you know, she, that because you want some constant companion. Like, why, why a woman, you know, like a individual who is like feminine, as I said, for me, who couldn't express much freely, uh, she became like a source of strength. I would, I'm not saying that I would literally talk to her, like, baby, this happened, that happened, but just being in the presence uh, of the goody, you know, chanting the stuti and um, there, there were different moments, like, you know, like uh, doing practices like shambhavi or in a Pornami, a Mavasya, you're like, one day crying, one day you're laughing, one day you're like, uh, so many things. But what I what was the most beautiful part is, whenever you had your heavy heart, you just go sit with Devi, it will just empty. she just take away everything. So then I did all the Navratri sadhana, Shivanga sadhana. And uh, you know all that part you have to like, and that uh, year I had to do samnya also, so it was like completely packed. Like I'm fasting, also doing navratri sadhana, then Shivanga sadhana. It just happened. It just happened, and I because there were beautiful volunteers also around me. You know, there was one akka, she really like guided me. Okay, if you're doing this sadhana, then eat well also. You know, don't read. All that happened so beautifully that she became a constant companion, you know, that energy. There were incidents where people have said, like, you know, being a woman, like, you can, you have you have to face through a lot of people who are, uh, you know, maybe uh, they have some other intentions, right? I could see that very clearly that nobody with that intention could come near me. And somebody actually felt a force of as if they were pushing also. I don't know how much, that's mm-hmm. true, but All these, just for me, it was magic, right? Like it was totally magic and getting, having that energy who protects you was like a mother. I, there was a deep resonance within me. I felt like, that's it. I don't need anything else. I found what I needed.
0: So before I go tomorrow, I think you have a call, Akka. So I'll let you go as you will be in a hurry, right? We'll do this as a part two. Is that fine?
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Huh? 10 minutes.
0: Okay, okay, then it's fine. I didn't want you to rush into things. So yeah.
1: yeah it's eleven thirty.
0: Yes, yes. Fine. So the like you you I would I want you to know that it's mostly men who ask me about Devi, it's not women. So
1: yeah.
0: so please talk more about Devi. Like when yeah, I'm very been...
1: I can as I said, it's not just like one <laughs> minute thing because I've had like I just came to the Bombay part, right? Yeah, After right. that, uh, you want me to continue or like
0: it's up, you to you. it's up to you. Whichever way you take it, it's very great.
1: Yeah, I will continue. Because, so, in Bombay that happened. And then I started volunteering for daily activities. You know, I started volunteering for Punya Pujas. So, Punya Pujas is something like uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the cleansing of your home by invoking the grace of Bhairavi into your homes, which is a consecrated process offered by Sadhguru. And uh, like many people do have pravesham and all that stuff,' but something on the similar lines so i I attended uh many Punya pujas that supported them for arranging things, and that would be so exciting right You have to go to somebody's home, you have to arrange uh diyas, and you know decorate flowers and all that so that was a very beautiful process, but at the same time. I think it started becoming a little intense for me. I was like, what am I doing in Bombay? You know, okay. what is it that I want to do in my life? And You know, you're in Bombay, you want to pay your rent, you want to work, then you want to do your yoga. And by the time I knew that, okay, I want to spend more time in doing my uh, yogic practices and make life more simpler you know, that way. And uh, something was just happening. I I clearly remember, you know, the last, you have to keep shifting home. I had to shift to another home. And uh, I saw nearly like 40 houses, you know, to shift. Oh. Uh, uh, that it was very, there was very, uh, such a roller coaster time, you know, like internally. But I, I think I was not able to get what is it. You know? Then Monday I just sat in front of the goodie. And I just realized, okay, fine, I'll compromise and go for this house. And I moved into that house for three months. And you won't believe every, like, so that the whole space, like with Gudi, I would do the, uh, you know, samblani part, like how they would do in Isha. And uh, I had a maid also. So even her life started changing. Like uh, anybody who came into that presence. So she was like baby, like it's what I challenged, you know, it feels very nice. know, I'm not uh, fighting, fight like the fights have become less. There's so some connect with it. Then somehow I felt now, no, you know, though I was settled in the place, I had a good um, job of teaching fashion marketing and everything you want to do, right? There's something like that was not letting me settle only mm-hmm. and one day it just happened. Uh, so I started volunteering for Yantra team. Uh, and, uh, so uh, Yantra team is basically um, in Asha. there There's a dedicated volunteers who work on um, actually making Yantra ceremony happen. I linger by the way, can be also received in the form of a yantra, which is like a personal consecrated form where uh, Sadhguru initiates into a process where it is people can receive yantra of like a couple or a single person or for your business as well. So that was very, again, it was Devi activity. Somehow I got pulled into that. So uh, that was very exciting. And uh, I started volunteering for yantra team because there was, uh, they would talk about Devi, do Devi promotion. So, slowly my life from fashion PR and communication it started. I can say now I do Devi PR. <laughs> so, that happened. And uh, it was difficult. I had like a contract of say 12 months minimum in that apartment you know, oh, okay. in Bangkok. They very strict with okay. it. But I said no. Now It was just two and a half months. And I said, uh, I want to go, you know, like, uh, I want to go to Coimbatore. Why am I staying here? My other friends, they were like going to uh, uh, Isha for this 48-day teacher training. I said, if they can go, why can't I take the jump, you know? So, I just called up the ashram. Okay, I'm going to come full-time and uh, all that stuff. What should I do, you know? And this, because I was... I didn't think much like you know what my parents i said okay maybe i'll go to coimbatore five days i'll stay in the uh, in my parents place and then two days because going full time to ashram and for a girl and a single girl where pe- parents have hoped for like them to get married it's a very big no-no like i i have actually struggled uh, but they come through you know so that way, I played the trick, right? I said five days in uh, my house and two days in Ashram. But it became reverse. <laughs> okay. Uh, five days in Ashram and here. So I got that opportunity, you know, to work with a lot of uh, volunteer for a lot of TV activities. And uh, moving to Ashram was a big thing. But it just happened like that. And believe me, the 12 months, uh, I had to, like, let go off the deposit i had like 80000 to nearly 1 lakh i told my tenant i convinced her please you know i don't have much money to go to Ashram. my, my savings are limited can you like let go she didn't budget at all okay. she didn't budget at all okay. and i'll t- tell you the story you know okay. what after 6 7 months she con- she called me back okay and she said Spurti, uh, I'm very sorry. I spoke to you very rudely. Okay. That house is not going on rent also. It's not getting sold also. Oh, is it? Oh, my God. Really? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, that was maybe, you know, like even the, the, my mate was uh, there. She was the Akka. She was helping me. She was in full years when I left, you know, because that bonding also happened. And of course, there was that energy at home. And uh, by the time there were like Devi Sevika Akkas who helped in Punya Puja, they had come stay with me. So I, oh. I knew about the experience. There was one Akka who was Lebanese. Okay? Oh. And she was helping in uh, Punya pujas, And she was in Yansa team. And she was full-time in Ashram. I said, wow, she's staying in dormitory. Then for me, it should not be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no? Because when I visited the Ashram, I... I Saw that because you're living on your own, you have all the luxury. You have you're used to all your uh, not that I was too compulsive about it, but your bath and body works and all your cosmetics and then your in fashion and everything. So you know, just leaving that was so easy in a way because it was just like daily. You know, because something so beautiful happened to me within. I said, women, men, whoever cannot express, they should. You know, experience Devi. And it just happened somehow, as I said, right? The moment I heard Sadhguru that uh, he wants to consecrate the whole planet and make Devi happen, that just stuck to me. I said, that's it. This is what I will do entire life. That's Awesome,
0: how it works. awesome. awesome Akka. So now i let you go because there's a lot more of Devi and uh, I want to ask elaborately because you are going fast, fast through the process. People want, like, how to maintain the Devi Gudi, what is the Shantra. And if I put this podcast, they'll beat me up telling what you got, Akka, and you didn't ask you anything. Can, <laughs> yeah, you can do, like, small parts. As I said,
1: you know, this has been my personal journey, but if somebody wants to know about Gudi, Yantra, Bhutu Viva.
0: No, no. Next part, we are going long only. From that, I'll take the small content. Don't worry. <laughs> so, we'll go long only. So, uh, I'll contact you for the second part. I
1: didn't give a chance for you to ask anything. I just went like a rapid fire.
0: Great, great, great. I, my, I don't ask anything. I, I'm happy when I don't have to ask. That's good, no?
1: And I was thinking, how will I talk? But I think it's all like... It's separate.
0: all awesome. Awesome. So okay ka so I'll contact you for the second part. So viewers, please wait for the second part. It's gonna be as awesome as the first part. Okay ka thank you. Namaskaram. <laughs>